Just coming out of being a caregiver to my mother who was hospitalized for six months, um, I firsthand have knowledge of the value of being able to get the right information to the right person at the right time. Hi, I'm Mary Ann Bohr with Hims. In this episode, we're sitting down with Tracy Reed, IDM Director of Customer Value and Integration for Baxter. Today, we'll be talking about the pitfalls and opportunities with medical device data aggregation, storage, consumption, and usability. Now, before we start, I'd like to say thank you to Baxter for sponsoring this podcast. Tracy, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Can you please tell us what is driving the exponential growth of healthcare data? Yes, I, I think there are a lot of compounding um, factors that are um, contributing to the growth. I think that we can likely attribute a lot of the growth to the advancing technology, such as medical imaging and real-time device data, along with the analytics tools that are working to process this data. Now, what types of medical device data can be of use to healthcare stakeholders? Depends on your setting. Um, I, I think there are vast amounts of medical device data that can be useful to a practitioner. Uh, however, I also believe that clinicians are somewhat inundated with device data that can be viewed as a negative workflow disruptor. And I believe it's incumbent that we in the med tech industry change this narrative by ensuring that our solutions by design present data that is timely and clinically significant. And this evolution is going to require the creation of things like embedded algorithms within our medical devices and or enabling a more connected environment that allows for data to be aggregated from multiple devices and to provide true clinical decision support. And If you look beyond the point of care, I believe that medical device data can also enhance longitudinal patient data to garner insights on care pathway best practices. Absolutely. Not to mention how it could be used for population health as well. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, what are some of the most critical decisions and patient care impacts that can be made from using data in the right way? Just coming out of being a care giver to my mother who was hospitalized for six months. Um, I firsthand have knowledge of the value of being able to get the right information to the right person at the right time. So I identify many acute care opportunities where real-time data can support critical decision-making. However, there are also huge areas where data can impact patient care surrounding disease prevention and management. Um, Although it's estimated, I think, that only about 20% of patients are being discharged from hospitals to a hospital-to-home setting, I think we identified during COVID the possibilities in managing and treating diseases outside of an acute care facility. And data only augments that possibility by allowing providers access that to data that allows them to intervene when a state of decline is identified. And it basically empowers patients and their caregivers to take control of, of their health. I think, um, for example, when you think of the many brittle disease states within our population, 
such as renal disease, uh, heart failure, and, and COPD. Physiologic monitoring via biometric devices and wearables can identify risk factors that can drive early care intervention and, in the end, decrease the risk of hospitalizations. Absolutely. Now, Tracy, what do you think are the biggest challenges with getting the most value out of that medical device data, starting with irrigation and maybe moving on to visualization and analysis? So soup to nuts, the challenges. Um, I think, you know, you you hit the nail on the head. You have to think about interoperability. Um, you have to think about the ability to define data and, and mapping uh, it to support visualization. So um, beginning with data transfer, um, all of these different disparate medical devices need to be integrated into a network that can point that data from those devices to a storage warehouse. And as data scales, it often makes sense to move from an on-prem data warehouse to cloud storage. And when an organization makes that decision, it oftentimes requires more layers of data scrutiny. And then when you talk about population health um, and looking at data that we can acquire outside of acute care space, um, you have to think about the need to have a dependable low latency network to support data transfer. Um, and, And then once all the raw data lands in a warehouse, then it has to be defined such that aggregate tables can be built to support um, those visualization models. And this can be a huge hurdle for a healthcare organization as it most oftentimes is going to require the resources from the vendor to support these activities. Right. Now, what do you think can be done to make medical device data more accessible to those stakeholders who need it? I believe that um, it starts with with us engaging in conversations with our hospital partners around the value of device integration um, that will enable data delivery to an organization's EHR or data warehouse. I think that's the the initial first step um, is getting that integrated environment where data can be delivered, where it's important to that hospital organization. Absolutely. And uh, what specifically is Baxter doing in this space? We're making a lot of investments in this space. And as a hardware company, um, we're branching out um, into this new world of data. And with Baxter's recent acquisition of Hillrom, we recognize that the depth of our solution expands to support almost all areas of the care continuum, from the acute care environment to long-term care facilities, provider offices, and, and even the home. So we are, we're currently investing in moving toward a more connected environment to provide greater access to data at the point of care to drive those critical decision support uh, moments. And we're equally investing in data delivery to provide on-demand data analytics that can leverage our data to support outcomes-based initiatives, um, organizational KPIs, or quality reporting. Yes, there's so much potential in all of that. Now, Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today and for your insights. And a special thanks to Baxter for sponsoring this podcast. Have a fantastic rest of your day. You as well. Thank you.